I find you hideous. Hi, welcome back to Not So Southern Gentleman. My name is Ricky. And I'm Sean. Oh, wait. Are we are we going to talk about a movie? Because I, I saw a movie. I mean, I, I saw a movie, <coughs> and I... It was... We'll, we'll talk about it. We'll ah, talk about we're, it. we're talking about it now! What are you okay. doing? <laughs> okay, let, let's just jump you, into you, it then. You let us down this trail. We're not backtracking now, sir. We're going full bore, full steam ahead. All right, then. Uh, so I went and saw a nine o'clock showing of Guardians of the Galaxy this morning. Oh, I wish I was that lucky to see it again. Oh, dude. I, you know, I Like I told Michelle, as soon as I got home, I, I hated the fact she wasn't able to go with me because I will. Go, she's like, well, we'll go again. I was like, OK, let's go whenever you want. I, I, I'm there. I want to see it again. It is. I want to say I walked out with a bigger smile on my face leaving Guardians this morning than I did Civil War. Oh my gosh! Oh, hold the phone, hold the phone. I, I'm serious. I'm are serious. We, are we? Are you? Are you ready to declare that this is the best Marvel movie you've seen? It, it's so close. But see, I know I'm. I'm. A, I'm a man of the moment. I really am, and I'll get caught up in anything for a short period of time and think it's the greatest thing on earth. Well, before but. we before we cheese whiz all over this thing, let let me talk about how I felt about the movie. Now, now I okay. saw it on Saturday um, right. with with my son. I took him in the afternoon to see it, and he absolutely loved this movie. The comedy was notched up, uh, the characters were notched up. I mean, and and personally, there were things in there that had me smiling ear to ear every time they hit. Now, the movie is not without its faults. I will say there's a couple of things I did not like in the movie. Now we're not going to do any spoilers right now. We will have a spoiler cast at one point, uh, but uh, man, this movie did rock. I mean, and it wasn't Civil War is a critically good movie. I mean, hard character work, hard story. I mean, fun moments, but stuff you're amazed to see. Uh, but it's it's you know got some rough edges to it. Guardians of the Galaxy is freaking fun, popcorn, cotton candy, all over the place, and it is great. And it's oh. not it's not just a popcorn movie. That's not what I'm saying. It is a fun, enjoyable time. Oh, it, it's so incredible. Uh, I just <laughs> every single moment, like I was telling you, it's so well balanced. It's so well balanced. I believe the there's no one single character that outshines them all, and that's only because they're all so amazing. I think that the, the surprise character of this movie is the Drax you already know and love. I mean, I don't know what special sauce they added to Drax, but Dave Bautista in this movie, his deadpan performance... I don't he know how it. you I don't know how you do pull that off, but I do. I do. It's his, it's his actual acting, his facial expressions. Uh, the, the arc of his story in this movie, is really enjoyable. I mean, and it's it's really captivating. I really like Drax in this movie, and oh, he's and he's just the you know, 
a part of the topping of this movie. I mean, Rocket, his story's great. Uh, Bradley Cooper, you, you, Bradley Cooper, you bring to life something that's not real, and you do it so well. And let me discuss this. I mean, James Gunn makes decisions that you that are counterintuitive to how how you make a movie, like the scene where Baby Groot is dancing. What is going on during that time should be the focus of any other movie ever made. But dancing Baby Groot and what's going on is just great. <laughs> Absolutely laughed the whole time. Oh, absolutely. That's, whew. it's just, it's so good, man. I love it. And it's a, uh, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, if you don't know, if you haven't got any of the story stuff, it, it is a story of fathers and sons, which I, I can relate to. It's a story of sisters at the same time. Um... And gosh dang it, it was just really fun. And, and the emotional parts are punctuated. And the, the feelings, I mean, they're basically handing you this stuff. It's saying, here you go, have have fun. Um, you know, and I, I do agree, some people have talked about that the uh, the bad guys, once again, aren't, you know, aren't worth a poo. And I don't, the story's not about the bad guys. I mean, the, the no. bad guys are back there as just part of the background of the story. The story's not got nothing to do with the bad guys. It's about no. those characters, and that's that's the movie they wanted to make. They didn't want to make a movie where you feel for those bad guys or or get those. And I'm not making excuses. I mean, it's just it's just there on the screen. You're looking at the background, going, "Oh, well, it doesn't look that great." The foreground is what you're supposed to be looking at. Yeah, it's incredible. It's just oh, such a good movie, man. I enjoyed myself. I I had a blast, and. I I enjoyed. I think that 3D experience there was really some of the best I've seen. Um, I did not see it in 3D. Um, I'm not a fan of 3D. Uh, I have seen like Doctor Strange. I loved in 3D. Uh, I got to act, but it was the experience I had with my son seeing it on opening day in an IMAX 3D. That's a little something different than going to your local cinema and going, "Yeah, let me get a ticket for 3D at seven. This was this was nice. Uh, you know. Uh, the only reason I chose the 3D is because the the 2D one was going to be at 10 o'clock, and this was 9, and I thought I could get in there, get out. We had other stuff to take care of today, but man, oh, so good. Well, let's Just talk, incredible. Let's talk about some non-spoiler stuff in the movie. Ego. Kurt Russell nailed Kurt, it. Kurt Russell, Russell is absolutely amazing. Nailed it. Wow. Just that, the, that, that first time you see Kurt Russell in this movie – Nailed it. <laughs> Absolutely nailed it. Uh, when you see... And of course, it's not a spoiler. James Gunn announced who he is. He's Ego the Living Planet. I mean, obviously... I mean, and he is the... Uh, what you see, Kurt Russell, is the avatar for a living planet. That's the name of the character. That's not a spoiler. <laughs> Ego the Living Planet's in this movie. It's been stated. It's been said. It's there. And... Amazing! I would go watch this movie again just for the moment I see that planet. Um, oh, I would watch great. this movie again for uh, the story of that planet. I mean, it's 
absolutely great. They took it in a different direction. There is some smaller stuff I'm not going to get into. They changed some things, which is fine. It works in the movie. Everything's peachy. This movie is really enjoyable. This is a fun popcorn movie about characters, and it it works 100% on that level. Absolutely, man. It was incredible. Well, was there anything you wanted to talk about that's non-spoilery? Oh, no, because I, I know I can't do it. I, I know I can't. I just thought it just gets me pumped for more, man. I am so ready for Infinity War. I'm so ready for Ragnarok. Watching Ragnarok trailer right before this movie really does show you, like, this all ties together. These movies all have a natural feel and flow to them outside of the straight-up Avengers movies, you know, the ones that are entitled Avengers. The other movies have a different feel to them, and, and I really like it. I cannot wait to see this Thor movie next. It's well, just good stuff, man. It's good stuff. That is exactly what I was talking about a couple weeks ago on the podcast. You can feel the James Gunn influence on that Thor movie just by that trailer. I mean, you can just look at it and go, I think James Gunn had some input here. I, or I, I think that director looked at that and goes, I kind of like what he's doing. Anyway, uh, you know, James Gunn may be the next, you know, Joss Whedon for Marvel. I'm just Oh, absolutely. You. And that is not a bad thing. But uh, moving off of that, Sean, where, where did you want to take this road? Well, let's let's go to this weekend was Free Comic Book Day, and I got to go. I know, I know, you don't have uh, a local comic book store. I'm sorry, dude. That is correct. Hastings is is no more, which is not a comic book store. But I mean, they did the free comic book thing. Um, yeah, I, I couldn't get up to Jonesboro or Little Rock to, to do anything this time. You know, maybe next year we'll, we'll do a road trip. Oh, absolutely. But I did get to go. I got to go to Kapow Comics, and it was an incredible time, man. Just, I walk in 15 minutes after they open. There are probably 20-plus kids there already. They had, and it, it was just amazing for to be in that store. There were kids running around, and let me just say, they were all behaved very properly. Like they, I, I was totally shocked to see like three and four year olds reach for books, and their parents go, "No, don't touch that," and they actually didn't do it. I, I was just amazed. If you were a child, you could get five free comics. And if you were the adult, you could only get three. But I didn't have Jax with me, so I was able to pick up uh, three comics. And those were his first three comics. So his first comics are going to be uh, a Ninja Turtles comic, Dragon Ball Z. And he likes this show called Miraculous. And they actually had a comic book by it. And lo and behold, that's been his favorite one so far. It's crazy. But, dude, let me tell you, the, the store was 25% off all comics, 40% off all trade paperbacks, uh, 25% off pops, and uh, they had a CBCS representative there. I, uh, I dropped off my first book to send off for CBCS grading, man. 
And what comic was that? <clears throat> I sent in uh, Detective Comics 359. It is the first Batgirl. Oh my god. Isn't there a Batgirl movie coming out with a aforementioned director? Maybe Joss Whedon, maybe? I believe so. And that that is the reason. That was the big push. Um, it the, Now, my father bought this comic off the rack. And, you know, back then there really wasn't taking care of comics. So it's not in the best condition. Uh, discussing the condition of the comic with uh, the representative, we are hoping that it comes back a 5.0. Well, that so, would be pretty good for an old comic that's never had anything done to it. Absolutely, man. I would be very excited. But, oh, Free Comic Book Day is such a good thing. I, I just, I like seeing all day uh, pictures being posted of kids in comic book stores. And just, it looked like it was a fun day for everybody. And I, it was awesome to see a bunch of new people, different people that don't go and look at comic books every day to be in the store and see all the new awesome fanfare and everything that's going on in local comic book stores. It was a good day all around. Well, that's great. I, let me talk to you about my good day whenever the Dark Tower trailer dropped. Oh, my gosh. Yes. That looked wow. amazing. Now, I have to tell you, I've never read the Dark Tower. I've Neither have read, I. I've never read any of those books. But no. that trailer had a great feel to it. Uh, Idris Elba looked amazing as the gunslinger. Oh, yeah, dude. Then, when when has Matthew McConaughey turned in a bad performance? Tell me that. Uh, Not very often. I'm sure there's probably something somewhere that we don't know about, but not uh, in my viewing. Yeah, but this trailer looks amazing. Now, I know a little of the story of Dark Tower because, and only because, a guy I listened to has talked about it several, several times over the years I've listened to him. Well, can uh, I ask you a question? Books. Yes. Okay, see see if you know the answer. Um, Matthew McConaughey is the man in black? That's correct. Is is this the same man in black that is referred to in The Stand? Yes. Like, are they the same? Yes. Uh, the, now, I know that the story of the Dark Tower uh, connects between worlds, and e some of those worlds are where Stephen King's stories have taken place. Even in the book, Stephen King himself, the writer, makes an appearance as Stephen King, a writer of these stories. That's, that's how crazy and connected the, the book universe is. That's awesome. Which also brings up a good question that I wanted to ask you. Did you see the trailer for uh, Castle Rock on Hulu? I did not. Okay, do you know the story of Castle Rock? When you tell it to me, I will. <laughs> so, somehow, Stephen King sold the idea, and actually Mark Bernardin off of um, uh, uh, Fat Man on Batman with Kevin Smith is writing, okay. is writing this. Uh, helping write this, they have a writer's room, and uh, it's interconnected Stephen King stories in Castle Rock, Maine. Okay. Like Salem's Lot is part of it. Carrie, uh, 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 what else but, did I see? Like, uh, what's what's the one with Kathy Bates and uh, James Con? Misery. Misery. Like that's connected. Like there's it. There's basically. The story's about the town of Castle Rock, and there'll be connected right. characters you will see floating in between stories. Like, you may see 
a Plymouth Fury roll by with black windows. You may see like something from Salem's Lot. I don't know. I've only it's the the trailer for say uh, for this show Castle Rock is um, the camera zooming. It's like a map. And there's okay. interconnected like roads that kind of pulse like veins, and you hear snippets of dialogue from each book, and you see the names of the books fly by or or characters, and then it zooms out, and it's a map of the United States, and it, wow. there's a shining light coming from, of course, the lighthouse in Castle Rock. Um, huh. Very very excited about this, but. Going back to the Dark Tower, uh, that looks great. And Dude, yeah. The line that Idris Elba says, you know, I don't kill with my gun, I kill with my heart. That scene, I would watch the movie on based on that scene alone at the end of that trailer. That was oh, yeah. so good. And his delivery yes. is so good. I'm, Dude, I am pumped to see this. I, I can't wait to see, like, when he's reloading and he's, like, catching the bullets in midair and stuff. And, oh... It just looked so great. I, I cannot wait. Yeah, and what else looked great was we got that Defenders trailer. Oh. Okay. I, I'm. You know I'm down. Now, now, when I text you about it, you, you seemed hesitant. Well, not the reason I seemed hesitant was, of course, is we just came off of Iron Fist. And if they... If the production quality on Defenders is like Iron Fist, I feel so hesitant about this. But, I am absolutely 95% sure that it's going to be more like Daredevil than it is Iron Fist. Yeah, uh, because, it, the, I mean, the fight the alone in the trailer yeah. looked great. And oh, it looked amazing. Everything looks good. Everything looks polished. Fighting looked good. I'm I'm excited. I'm basing more of more of Daredevil, Jessica Jones, first part of Luke Cage than I am last part of Luke Cage, Iron Fist. I mean, there's more good there than there is bad, and it's not all that bad. So, I'm not going into Defenders. Oh, I don't know about this, guys. I'm going, yay! Defenders is coming out. Not yes, I'm ready for Defenders. Yeah, I am excited. Yeah. I'm just. Eh. Just hope it's not like Iron Fist. That's that's it, what's it, it looks for me. great. Yeah. It looks great. I, I I love the. I cannot wait for all the interactions between Danny and Luke. You you can tell that they're gonna be. You know they're paired up. It, they're you know looks like Rosario Dawson's gonna pair them up pretty quick. It just looks good. I cannot yeah, we wait. Electra is gonna return, of course. Stick is back. Here's my question: Do you do you trust Stick? No, I mean, you know, Stick's in it for for him for what he he wants to do. Um, you know that that was clear in in Daredevil season two what was going on with Stick. Um, oh yeah, but the hand, ugh! I hope they get all the Iron Fist hand stuff out and use the Daredevil hand stuff because, ugh, I didn't feel good about anything about the hand in Iron Fist. I thought Daredevil, the hand were amazing. So that's that's just where I land on that. Yeah, man. Um, Hulu is giving us another series. They're going to try to do The Runaways. Right. We got the first uh, picture of the cast, minus a dino- certain dinosaur they wish would have been in there, and they stated that. Uh, <laughs> but they couldn't, get, they couldn't find one to put in the picture. So, 
Yeah, Runaways. Now, I never read The Runaways, but it's a really interesting concept. Of course, it's the kids of supervillains who don't want to be around their parents. And so right. they run away, of course, and have misadventures. Um, it's really exciting to see more and more stuff come out. I'm, I'm happy to give it a shot, especially on uh, you know, something like Netflix or Hulu, because they've been putting out quality stuff. You know, they've had a miss every now and then, but a lot of the stuff is hitting better than regular TV is, that's for sure. So, I mean, oh, if, it was sure. on, if it was like on Freeform, like, I don't know, like Cloak, Cloak and Dagger. Dagger. Mm, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. Uh, this Inhumans thing coming out on ABC, which we got pictures of the cast. Mm, I don't know. I mean, it looks good, but I don't know. I don't know. How do you feel about the Inhumans? I uh, see. We'll see. It, it, it's going to be the biggest undertaking I think they've seen because it's going to be it's going to be difficult. Yeah, it, it I'm not saying I'm not saying it can't be done. Well, I think, I, I think it, this is. I think this is I, because you have costumed individuals. It there's there's a thing that happens when costume individuals are on TV. They they don't come across as well, man. They have to be very well done to live on a TV series, you know. No, not really. I watched Smallville. <sighs> yeah, and we, yeah, but we didn't get to see any costumed individuals. Sure, you did. You had the uh, the the mini Justice League uh, had something. Oh, oh had yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, they had the hoodies. That was the whole hoodie time in superheroes. Superheroes are wearing hoodies. Oh my goodness, dude! I don't know. I'm just saying it'll be difficult. I, I wish them the best. It looks good. I think the uh, the the cast looks very good. I mean, Black Bolt looks pretty cool. I don't think Medusa looked good. I'll just say it. You don't think so? Look, I, I thought I thought it I thought it looked okay for TV. Costume looked rubbery and hair looked like a wig. Just right well, there. On, I mean, of course, and it was, but I'm saying it looked like it and didn't look right. real. I agree. I yeah. agree. I, I mean, oh, that's the reason adding to the difficulties. Oh, now, dude, let me tell you. Uh, I told you about all how I had a ton of fun at Kapow Comics and everything, but I didn't tell you about what all I left with. What I left with, uh, I got Secret Empire Zero and Secret Empire Number One. I haven't read those. I well, also... how am I going to ask you about them if you haven't read them? Daggum it, Sean! I'll, 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 I'll get to it, man. I promise. Son of a... I only got them yesterday. I also, uh, I told you the trade paperbacks were forty percent off, so I picked up the first uh, book one trade paperback of Preacher. Nice. Yeah, I'm now... pretty pumped. So many people love Preacher, and now, have you read Preacher before? No, this is uh, my first. I've watched all the TV show, but I haven't watched, I, read I, it. I have not read it either. The book, you know, uh, the writer is Grant Morrison because he's a, he's a little mean spirited to some to some things. And if you're if you wear your heart on your sleeve, I don't know if that book's for you. But there are some really great stories he tells. I can't and, wait, dude. I'm going to check it out. Yeah, I, I don't think you, you'll you mind it at all. I think you'll be fine. Uh, but some people can get upset about it. I've heard plenty of people be like, he's he's just mean to be mean, even though he's telling good stories. Um, 
And the TV series I've heard is great from those same people. Like, wow, it's oh. a completely, completely different thing. Loved uh, it, dude. Loved it. So, yeah, but uh, I, I hope you do enjoy that. Uh, I also uh, I also walked out with uh, <clears throat> some pops. Of you course. know. I did get the free comic book day exclusive gold iron fist. And these only averaged uh, three to five per comic book store. That's all they released. Three to five per comic book store. And I let me let me brag on Kapow again. On I'm a member of several uh, Facebook groups where people post their pictures of their Funkos and stuff. There were prices on these Iron Fists upwards of thirty to thirty five dollars. Thank you to Kapow because I bought mine for ten dollars, like a normal human being. And uh, I, I don't think those comic book stores that jack up the prices before the doors open on something that they know is going to be exclusive. Is it a great way to get money? Yeah. Are people going to buy it? Absolutely. Do I think it's an ethical thing to do? No. And and that's my little piece on that. Um, I also finished my preacher run of Funko Pops and was able to complete the set and picked up Tulip. Uh, Earlier this week, I went by Hot Topic. And I bought some Funkos as well. Or Hot Topic, excuse me, GameStop. I picked up uh, the Spider-Man Homecoming Funko set. I have Peter Parker, Tony Stark, uh, regular uh, uniform or costume Spider-Man, and along with a puffy jacket, uh, homemade suit Spider-Man. I also picked up another Deadpool Common that I did not have. And uh, I'm going to say it on the podcast just because I know you're going to give me crap, but I also picked up the Tony Romo Funko Pop. Uh, now, now, that, I'm, now I'm just obligated to give you crap. Why would you even do that? <laughs> because I wanted it, man. I mean, I have two Tony Romo shirts, uh, a jersey, two jerseys. I think I have both a home and an away jersey, a couple of shirts, well, that's the Funko. At least somebody is using those jerseys. I mean, you hush your mouth. <laughs> What'd you buy this week? What What'd did you... I get this week? Well, let me yeah. tell you. Um, this week, I didn't get a lot, but I did get stuff that's pretty cool. Um, I on a lunch break, I went by our local Goodwill. Uh, yeah. You know, I check in every so often. Sometimes people lately have been having amazing finds at Goodwill. Uh, I see it all over my Twitter feed of, like, 80s G.I. Joe and Transformers and stuff like that popping up in Goodwills because they have a nationally redistributing thing where they, when they receive donations, they just distribute out the stores. You know, it's not just a local area thing. Right. And so I, I check mine regularly, and I came across a good, a, a good widescreen monitor for $10. I was Holy like, crap. what? Plugged it in, fired right up, worked immediately, looked great. I was like, okay, well, I could, I could, who couldn't use a $10 widescreen monitor? So, picked that up, and then I swung by Walmart because I, I did see that they had a monitor doubler. I hadn't seen one before. It's not a card, it's a USB device. You just plug in and plug your monitor into that, and it has, right. 
you know, dual monitor. Well, that was around $40, but just so happened that day they were on clearance. $25. Oh, my For $35, oh. I have a second screen monitor I'm looking at right now. That is awesome. I love it. <laughs> That's <laughs> way then, cool. And then I was also able to pick up the new um, Titans Return Transformers uh, Legend series, which are, are the little small figures uh, for Brawn and a character called Roadburn, which is actually... Uh, Chase from the Throttlebots in G1. Um, and, and they're great. And, and even better, they mixed up on the prices, so I got them about half price. Um, I told them I'd play full price, and they were like, no, there's a stocking area. We're going to give you the price that that, you, that they were at. I was like, all right. So Sweet. Even better. Um, and I, I didn't get much else this week. Uh, been busy with work and everything and doing some other stuff, so... That's that's all I got on local hall, but hey, uh, man, the monitor, uh, the second monitor is good for me. That is way cool. Yeah, any chance to upgrade the system is always uh, a positive. Yeah, absolutely. And so this brings us to our lost in time, and I think we both need to talk about this because on before the podcast we were talking about it, and I, I didn't know that you had. Uh, enjoyment for this series so i just go say it um the classic dark shadows yes the uh monster scary movie black and white soap opera yeah and of course as kids you know you, you don't realize that this stuff is like robotech was this way as well you know it was a soap opera but for uh, animated and for kids dark right. shadows was a soap opera but with vampires and werewolves and ghosts and it, and it was, was just... and it was horrible and awesome at the same time. Yeah, when you were a kid. Now, my experience with Dark Shadows was, and, and not the Patton Oswalt that came later. <laughs> <laughs> I love that that's a thing on that show where Patton Oswalt was a goes to Dark Shadows conventions, which are actually a thing. You can actually go to a Dark Shadows convention. That's awesome. Um, but Dark Shadows for me was a black and white TV on my mom's. Uh, bar slash counter uh, watching you know Barnabas Collins slowly walk up behind somebody and I uh, just I, I never got to watch all of it I just caught the cool episodes where there's a werewolf running around Collinwood and you know oh there's this ghost that somebody's trying to find and Barnabas is being all British and cool I really, Dude, really it, liked that show, and, and I, I can't give you a reason why. It was just my thing at the time. Well, see, and that's the thing. You you can't explain why you like it. It had to be the characters were so intriguing because it sure wasn't the sets. I, I love the fact that you can watch, you know, the, they'll bump into a wall, and the whole thing will shake, and they just keep <laughs> yeah, on going. Well. They'll yeah, just keep well, on going. But like they're that, walking around in a in a like a basement or a castle or something like that, and somebody bumps to the wall, the whole thing's like wah 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 wah. I'm like, that's not brick. <laughs> What's going on there? But but you didn't care. It was just such a good time, and the like I said, the characters were well done, and there's not really 
shows like that anymore or or there ever will be shows like that ever anymore well, you know well now i i think there is i think that vampire diaries is the modern version of this it's not oh. something we like but you know as adults dark shadows is not something we would have liked you know we saw it as kids and it was cool because it was vampires and werewolves not because you know it was something that was ours because yeah. it was out of time, it was a different thing. It was like, you know, the '60s Batman. When you're a kid, you can't watch '60s Batman now, unless you had no. love for it as a kid. I, yeah. I, I think that the, those new what, even like, watching Vampire any of Diaries, that now. Teen Wolf, exact same way. They're tapping into that nerve. Yeah, I can see that totally. But I did want to say, man, you know, I, as a kid, I I could not get enough Dark Shadows. Absolutely, dude. I uh, my my experience watching Dark Shadows is late night. Uh, my dad worked as a police officer at the time, and when he would work late shifts, we would lay up. Uh, we had a hide a bed in our living room, and we would stay awake watching TV uh, till he got home. And I remember watching uh, Dark Shadows and then Star Trek. And that was nightly, every night, sit around and watch Dark Shadows and Star Trek. So what station was that here in Arkansas? We had bootlegged satellite from our neighbors. Nice. Okay, yeah, because mine was, of course, like Channel 16 or whatever on a weird... I don't know what time schedule. I mean, all that runs together for me. Like, whenever I thought about it... I was like, oh, eating breakfast, watching Dark Shadows. I'm like, no, that's not right. That would have been Felix the Cat and Speed Racer. (laughs) I don't know when I watched that. (laughs) That's awesome. So, dude, uh, I'm I'm thinking I'm going to continue at least one or two more uh, weeks with my YouTube suggestions. And this week, uh, for my Have You Seen It, I wanted to discuss Rhett and Link. Good Mythical Morning. So so you've watched Good Mythical Morning? A couple on your recommendation, yes. Oh, what, what did you think? They're okay. They I mean I could I could watch them. I mean, I've got too much stuff to watch as is, but yeah, they're they're enjoyable. They're funny. And uh for the people that don't know who Rhett and Link are, they've been around for years on YouTube. They are <clears throat> I'm not saying there's any of the originators the original YouTubers, they're the very next generation. After that first generation of YouTubers was created, they were in that second generation. And they've so they've been around for several years. They do a uh, Monday through Friday YouTube show, usually 10 to 15 minutes long, called Good Mythical Morning. They have shows about fun facts. They have puzzles against each other. They play games. They have a series where they find out where something will it, like will it taco, and they find out what all kinds of foods can they put inside of a taco. And sometimes they decide to eat the world's hottest pepper. It, it's just a bunch of antics, and what I like about it is they're, they're best friends. They've been best friends since first grade, and they made a blood oath in like – fifth or sixth grade that when they grew up they were going to do something together and uh so far it's come true i think their channel has like 12 million subscribers it's an it's it's amazing 
Yeah. I think that counts. Absolutely, dude. So if y'all like a uh, good, uh, it most of it's uh, family friendly. We we watch it all the time. Uh, it, it's something you can just put on and you don't have to worry about what's going on in the background. Check out Rhett and Link, Good Mythical Morning. That's my suggestion for this week. My suggestion this week isn't a, isn't a show, isn't a video, it's a book. What? You're going to put a book and have you seen it? Have you read it? Have you read it? Oh my goodness. Okay. Wow. What What do you got? Uh, we were talking about vampires and stuff earlier. Um, you know, whenever we were playing D&D, I always had an affinity for Ravenloft. Mm-hmm. Can't tell you why. That's just always been a thing with me. Vampires, spooky stuff. Like the the opening to Scooby Doo. That's the reason I like Scooby Doo, not because of Scooby Doo, because of all the the goofy, you know, spooky stuff. Love that kind of thing. Like, I, like my most enjoyable thing in Disney World is, of course, Haunted Mansion. Just that is just part of me. It's in my fiber. All right. Um, and there's a book series. Uh, there are several books in D and D. Uh, that are that are novels, uh, one of which is I Strahd. And uh, it tells the story of the original bad guy of Ravenloft, uh, Strahd, the vampire. And I really enjoyed this book. I, I've read it a couple of times. I, I recommend uh, several books from, from Ravenloft, actually. Like, well, there's a second I Strahd, which is a... War with Aslan, which is where he fights a lich. Like, Ravenloft, of course, if, you, if you've if you never played D&D and you don't know the lore of Ravenloft, Ravenloft is a pocket kind of... It's not a world, it's kind of a dimension that other parts of the D&D world come to. Like, uh, the original part of Ravenloft got sucked in from somewhere, like Forgotten Realms or something, and uh, then, like, other places, like... Um, Lord Soth got pulled in from Forgotten Realms, and uh, like Aslan got pulled in from wherever the other one is. I don't, I don't remember all the worlds, but um, it was just a place where they kept adding these stories because these places would just keep showing up in this dimension. Um, really enjoyed it. I really liked the lore of that, and Istrad is a great way to start reading if you're oh, yeah. a reader and like vampire stories. Yeah. It's a good one. You know, I have a copy of it that you gave me. I gave you a copy of Istrad? You gave me a copy of Istrad. Yes, you did. Well, mine's sitting right there, so I didn't give you mine. <laughs> no, you gave... you. Uh, this was when you were in your apartment uh, across from the church. You gave me a copy. Nice. You're welcome. Yes. Oh, thank you. Uh, very good book. I, I enjoy it. Um, now, for the don't see it this week, we just got through saying how much we enjoyed the Dark Shadows TV series. And then somebody tried to cash in and make a movie about Dark Shadows. And And let me say... I I will will agree with you. They did not cash in on it. (laughs) They tried. They did try. And the reason they failed is because it's a horrible movie. Now, and people should not now. see it. Come on now. It's not a horrible movie. It's a horrible movie. It's not a horrible movie. It is Tell the me. movie 
that's the movie at which point I for I, I believe I went and seen it. Uh my family went and seen it. We went and seen it as a family like um uh, Michelle and I, my brother and his wife, I believe even my mom went with us and we went to see it as a family and when we were leaving that theater it was at that point that I was like, Huh, Johnny Depp forgot how to act. He's just became Jack Sparrow. I thought, I mean, no. on face value, Dark Shadows no. is, of course, no. it's a send-up. It's not an actual serious Dark Shadows movie, which a lot of people got butthurt because of that. They really did. You know, uh, I also would have looked forward to a a serious, re modern redoing of Dark Shadows. And what we got was a comedy send-up, Tim Burton, Johnny Depp of Dark Shadows. And... On that value of it, it's okay. It was enjoyable. I, but, of course, I bought it out of a $5 bin on DVD. I was like, whatever. I haven't seen this. I'll give it a shot. It was pretty funny. I, it was okay. I, I, I'm okay owning it. I'll watch it again. Oh, no. 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 I say don't see it. That's my... putting. No, man. Just no. Oh. I, I say see it and then judge if you don't see it. Okay, okay. Now, let's move on to yours before I flip out. <laughs> I think you're just trolling me. I, I honestly believe this week you're trolling me because you, you got to have some ammo to back this up. Well, I put kick-ass in my don't see it. and Oh, my God. Uh, well, let me, I've seen it one time. Okay. Okay. I bought it. I watched it. I haven't. I haven't watched it again. And honestly, I mean, just like you brought up before, the only thing I could remember out of it is the first time you see the girl, and Nick Cage is good in it. Other than that, eh, it's I, uh. No man, it's, it's uh, great. No. Uh, Did, oh, okay. Had you ever read the graphic novel? Did you know anything of the basis? Maybe you didn't have a love for the character before no, you went and, in. And, I, and I'm kind of embarrassed by that because the art in that is by John Romita Jr., one of my favorite artists. <gasps> oh no, I do not. I do not own it. I don't own a single issue of it, and I've never read it. Oh my goodness, dude! I, I had actually uh, read the uh, trade paperback. It, dude. Oh, you gotta, you gotta read it. It's awesome. Mm. It's totally good. And the movie is good, man. I mean, come on, you got you got Chloe Moretz, who is a, a very good actress a, as a, a young uh, hit girl. This, it's the last movie where we get to see Nicolas Cage actually be a good actor. You got the you got the future Quicksilver standing right there playing a, a superhero before his time. Next it, to the future Quicksilver being a superhero before his time. This is true. I mean, you get come on. You got Double Quicksilver. How can you not like this movie? That's awesome. the next Marvel movie, Double Quicksilver, right there. Yeah, yes. Oh, my goodness. Oh, yes. So you can say don't see it, but, you know, I cannot wait till uh, our listeners unleash on you for saying kick-ass on the don't see it. I say it, it right now, don't see kick-ass. 
Uh, Come at me, bro. Come at me, bro. That's awesome. Now now I know you're trolling hard. All right, man. This was a great episode. I'm still, like I said this morning, I'm cheesing. I'm cheesing hard from Guardians of the Galaxy. I know it's fresh on my mind. I cannot wait to do uh, our spoiler cast maybe in a couple of weeks. Uh, Everybody hit us up. I know spoilers are a big thing. I know a lot of people take them super serious. And, uh, I, I'm, I'm the same way, you know, I mean, if I found out something, I'm not going to flip out though. I, I know there are people that do, and that is just fine. I understand sometimes you just don't want to know. Uh, I can't wait to talk about this. It's going to be incredible. Oh my gosh. What? Pac- what? Pac-Man. That's all I'm going to say. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So, dude, uh, I'm at Maynard98 on Twitter. You can find both of us on Not So Southern G's on Twitter. Where can they find you, Rick? You can find me at Ricky Westbrook on Twitter. You can search Not So Southern Gentleman on Facebook. Go Maybe. find our Facebook page. Give it a like. Come on. Give it a like. Let's hit 100. And Let's hey, I want to tell everybody, I really appreciate the response we've gotten from our last few posts. I really, really appreciate uh, seeing people getting excited, people talking about what we love. Uh, and guys, just keep it up. Absolutely, man. This week has been way fun on Facebook. I, uh, I've i posted a few things and had a few good conversations out of it. It was just a good time. We always enjoy anytime there's a post and getting to talk with people. Uh, for Not So Southern Gentlemen, I'm Sean. I'm Mary friggin' Poppins, y'all. Ah!